Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends. So this is just a disclaimer. This is going to be probably the most personal episode that I have ever recorded. It's all about decision making and my decision making process as somebody who has anxiety, somebody who is highly sensitive is something that in the last year has really changed due to many things growth and just sort of trying to streamline my action and the speed at which I do things, learning that waiting and ruminating and overthinking actually doesn't serve me. But I'm also talking about this because of a really uh, big decision that I have made in my life that I have sort of been talking about uh, that I've been going through a tough time. That last sentence did not make sense, but we are rolling with it. I've been talking about the fact that I've been going through a tough time for the last several months. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you what that is about. And another thing that I announced yesterday on social media is that I'm also moving. So I am moving at the beginning of November. And that's a big thing. And next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about where and sort of what prompted that decision, even though when we when you get to the end of the episode, you will hear about what sort of um, was the catalyst for me wanting to move. But I have been putting off recording this because it is deeply personal. And when I feel that, I know in my particular business, I know that every time that I feel that I'm scared to share something or that I feel hesitant to share it and sort of want to post and then run away and hide, (laughs) I know that whenever I do that, that I connect with you all the most in me sharing about my eating disorders and sharing about the fact that I take Prozac, that I have anxiety All these things I was really ashamed of for a really long time. And through voicing these things, my goal is so that that doesn't make sense either, (laughs) but we're going to continue to roll again. My goal is that you don't feel as alone. I could have said that better. (laughs) My goal is that you feel less alone in your struggles. And I just really wanted to be open with you and share what it was that I had been going through. But before we get to that, uh, two things. I am still hosting my fat loss webinar, which is going to be on Tuesday, October 6th. We already have a bunch of people signed up and I'm super excited. This is going to be the first time that I offer a workshop around fat loss. Typically, the only ways that you've been able to work with me have been through group programs or one-on-one coaching, both of which are investments, you know, as they should be. 
but I wanted to offer something a little bit lower priced. This is $97 where you can walk away with a customized fat loss plan that you can implement as soon as possible. I want you to be able to eat as much as you can. I don't want you to worry about food. I want you to turn your body into something that you fuel versus you thinking that you need to restrict it. Intuitive Macros does that. So you all know that my Intuitive Macro process is my signature nutrition framework. This workshop is going to focus on steps one and two. I will have a separate webinar or masterclass all about intuitive eating. I was going to lump it in there, but it's too big of a topic. So you can sign up either at the link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo, or you can go to the show notes and the link is there. If you have any questions about that, DM me, get in touch with me. But everybody that signs up is going to get an intake form. That way I can see where you are and I can customize the presentation so that you are going to get your questions answered, so that you get your questions answered. And... uh The workshop is also going to be interactive. So we're going to be doing exercises and activities throughout. I'm super excited. I want to do these on an ongoing basis just to provide something that's a little bit more accessible to you. The next thing that I wanted to say was that this episode is going to talk a little bit about why decisions are hard for anxious people. I'm also going to give you a couple tips as to things that we can do to make better decisions and things that have helped me. Uh, If you hear my mouse, that's because I'm going to my notes for this episode. And there's many overlapping things here. You know, I think that many of us who have a hard time making decisions comes from a lack of self-trust. It comes from, and also a big one for us is codependency. That need to ask like 4,000 people what they think about we sh- about what we should do. And that was my life for a really, really long time. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Going to give you some action steps and five strategies that you can use today. And then I'm going to talk about a little bit about what's been going on in my life. And I would love if you resonate with this episode, if you could share it, if you feel that you want to, to reach out to me. My DMs are always open. I feel like I need to say that because the more I say that, the more of you reach out to me. I don't want you to think that if you reach out to me, like that I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. And so many of you are telling me your stories and how you relate. And I love hearing from you. So I don't ever want you to think that you can't get in touch with me. We can voice note. We can just DM back and forth. I love, love, love hearing from you. So like I was saying, decisions come from self-trust. And when we are in that codependency cycle, we ask other people, what do you think? Like we have trouble making decisions for almost everything. And the thing is that many of us might... um, be into personality tests and, you know, categorizations of like how we are. So I really love human design. And for a long time, I honored my human design, which is a manifesting generator. And manifesting generators are typically supposed to feel like they get an input and then you kind of have to sit with it and feel it. And that was how I sort of subscribed to decision making for a really long time you know, let me feel it in my body for a really long time. And like one day the answer is going to come to me. It doesn't work like that. For anxious people, 
that is something that can really plague us because we will be literally waiting forever. And I'm not saying that I'm not into those things, but I think that, you know, we have to take those and use them as like, and put them through a filter and say, okay, this is cool that this is actually describing me, but to what point or to what degree am I now taking this on so that I am making it something that actually isn't serving my life? So for me, sitting around and just waiting and deliberating back and forth and back and forth was not serving me. I really have to reiterate that because I think as feeling people were told those things. And I want you to know that the faster you make a decision, the faster shit's going to get done. There is, it isn't like, okay, I'm either going to overthink or I'm going to make my decision immediately. You can still put thought into your decision. I'm not saying to be impulsive, but I am saying that at some point, thinking about it more doesn't do anything. Asking other people doesn't do anything. And, you know, sometimes decisions are made for us. And whether that is somebody in a relationship with us makes a decision to end it or somebody in your life passes away. Right now we're all in the pandemic. None of us asked for this to happen. And when those things happen, I think obviously they happen to varying degrees of hurt and trauma. That's when we really need to trust ourselves again. Like, okay, no matter what happens, I can trust myself. That way you can live open and free and honest. And I always think of Ram Dass, that quote that he says, I want to eat it all. <laughs> Be open to feeling all of the emotions that come along with being who you are. It is beautiful. And to me, it's a wonderful way of living because again, you're like open and free and like you know when you trust yourself that nothing can really derail you because if anything happens, you know, like I've got myself, I trust that no matter what happens, I know that I can move forward and, you know, that I can make something from this and that I can handle it. Uh, When we begin to ask other people for things, something that I want you to ask yourself is like, does this person actually have a life I admire? Do they, you know, are they qualified to give me an answer? I think many of us look to our parents to, that's a big thing for, that's been a big thing for me in making decisions is really thinking about, you know, what would my parents do? But we live in a different generation and I live a very different life from my parents. And not I'm, I'm not saying that they don't have a life I admire. You know, my parents are uh, successful and they've worked really hard, but we live in different like I said, generations, we, I work on the internet, you know, I'm not sure that they fully understand what it is that I do. And when I go to them, or when I would go to them in it for advice in the past about, you know, my business or whatever, they're like, well, just get a regular job because then you can have insurance and benefits. And if I would have listened to that, then I wouldn't be where I am right now. So really, Look for people in your life or seek out people who are doing what it is that you want to do. What type of decisions have they made? Can you go to those people to ask them for advice? And also, be sure to have people in your life who tell you the truth when you actually do go to them. I am not a fan of people who are just like, okay, cool, whatever. I want people in my life who are going to be honest with me, who are going to tell me the truth even when it's hard because it is for my betterment. And honestly, a sign of growth in this 
uh, realm. Is that even the right word? I don't know. A sign of growth is not having to ask a million people for your decisions. So if you are finding yourself there, just reduce it little by little. Put that trust back in yourself. That trust comes with you actually making a decision and then seeing that you're going to be okay. And I want you to know there's no perfect decision. There's no right or wrong. This is your process. And for anxious people, the types of decisions can be that we make, it doesn't matter the type of decision. Sometimes we overthink everything, literally like little decisions like what to eat and what to wear. Medium ones like, okay, what type of car should I buy? Should I get a TV? And then bigger ones like, who am I going to be with in a relationship? Am I going to have children? Where am I going to live? Uh, you know, really big decisions like that. But for many of us, it's like, what the fuck am I going to have for breakfast today? <laughs> and that can cause anxiety or like, which pair of jeans am I going to wear? Um, and there's also here a lot of FOMO involved and scarcity. Uh, and that is a big thing that gets in the way of all of this too, because it's like, oh no, if I don't do this thing, then I'm going to miss out on this one. And then what if that's better? And should I go to this thing? I don't know. There's so much involved in here. And I want you to think about how you can automate some decisions in your life. With my nutrition, my food, I eat the same things all the time. I wear the same things all the time. And that is really, really helpful for me. So start looking in your life to where you can automate certain decisions, food and uh, what you wear. And even like the walk that I take every day, I do almost the same route because that just makes it easier in my brain, one less decision to make. Every time we make a decision, we use up energy. So just think of it like that. And also think of, you know, decision making being an active process. It is something that you have to say, I'm going to do this thing versus and make it happen versus, oh, I'm just going to sit back and the thing's going to come to me. Not really. There's a big, big, big component of surrender involved in decision making. And that is hard for us anxious people. But something that I heard recently from Abraham Hicks and specifically heard it on um, the Spiraling podcast with Katie Dalebout and Serena Wolf, which I love that podcast for anxiety. They were talking about how Abraham Hicks said that, you know, when we are in that liminal space, which feels very toxic, feels like because we're disempowered, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know which area I'm going to go in or whatever. It's like, blah, whatever, all this stuff that's happening. It doesn't feel good to be there. And what matters is that we, and I love this analogy, we put a destination into the GPS. Because as soon as we put a destination in the GPS, we will be rerouted to actually take action steps to make that decision happen. So it's it's because we haven't put a destination in, we haven't made a decision, that we feel so helpless and hopeless. Make that decision, land the plane, <laughs> rip the Band-Aid, Put that destination in the in the GPS because you will be rerouted. And it's the, the discomfort that comes from this is that liminal space, is from being in the air. But you feel relief in making a decision. Literally decide. The word decide means to cut off. And that to me is just like, boom, I'm going to do this thing. Here we go. So five quick tips for you to make better decisions. 
What's your first instinct? What's your first instinct? What does your gut say? Simple. Like, you know what your gut says. Listen to that. I'm not going to go deeper into this because gut reactions are immediate. They are pretty palpable. I want you to listen to that first gut instinct. The next thing, if no one got hurt, what would you do? Can you be okay with putting the truth in front of your discomfort and the discomfort of others? Ooh, that's a big one. But many times we don't want to make decisions or we are hesitant to do the thing that we actually want to do because it's going to hurt other people. And this decision that I made hurt other people. And when I started thinking about if nobody got hurt, what would I do? It was incredibly clear to me, like 100% clarity, which I always had. (laughs) But that question was really, really, really beneficial because then the answer just comes to you and there's not as much emotion involved. Three, can you get practical and make a pro and con list? Get really, really practical. Actually, uh, you know, don't think that this is applicable to all of the decisions that we make. Get really practical. Make a pro and con list. Look at the outcomes. Okay, if I do this thing, here's the good parts and the bad parts. Weigh them out. See it on paper. Number four, pay attention to your body. Look, the mind lies, the body doesn't, especially if you are somebody that overthinks. We could go forever. We could literally stay (laughs) forever ruminating and thinking and thinking and looping and looping and looping. But what does your body say? This goes back to gut instincts. This year I have been, I have experienced palpable body reactions that I could not explain. And my body just knew that I had to do something, that I had to pay attention to something, that I had to leave something. I And I think the more sensitive we are, the more we can feel those things. So I really want you to pay attention to your body and be honest with yourself about that. Last thing, number five, what are the consequences of doing it and not doing it? So there are going to be consequences either way. Again, get practical. What are the consequences of doing the thing? Typically, the consequences of not doing it are greater. You get to miss out on, or you, you're going to miss out on something. And typically, what gets in the way of most of our decisions is fear. And that is a big thing too. So I don't want you to think like many of the biggest and most important decisions that we make are done in spite of feeling fear. But fear isn't a reason to stay in something. It's not a reason to um, not do the thing that you want to do. You will figure it out. You will trust yourself. Trust me. (laughs) You will figure it out. And also, like, no decision is final. You're allowed to change your mind. Even if things don't work out, you can change again. But it's worth trying. And it's worth messing up for. And what is the alternative? We get one life. So even just thinking about my move to Portland, many people thought I was crazy for moving from Miami to Portland. And I, that was a year and a half ago. And people were like, oh my God, you're literally moving like the furthest that you could ever get away. And during some moments I was like, shit, am I making a mistake here by like literally going the furthest ever, (laughs) almost 4,000 miles? And it really gave me comfort to know like, okay, if I do this and it doesn't work out, I just move back. So no decision is final. Now, 
the part where I tell you the thing that uh, I have wanted to be open with you about. So this past year, you all know that, or these past two years, you all know that I had a lot of stuff happening. I got engaged. I got married. I moved. There's a lot of personal stuff that that happens. And honestly, my move to Portland and specifically when I cut my hair, something shifted in me. And once that shifted, I couldn't go back to being who I was. And it was really, really hard to have that decision. I think part of it was the fact that I was around family and friends for so long. And I think just being here in Portland, I was able to listen to my intuition more. Things got clearer for me. After I cut my hair, I again, something in me changed and shifted and I just felt like the trajectory of my life would be different than I had thought it would be. Am I making sense? I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, this is not the easiest thing for me to record. So what do I do when you have a vision for your life and it's no longer your reality? (laughs) What do you do when you're confronted with your truth or living your authenticity versus doing what you're supposed to do? What do you do when you've put all your eggs in one basket and then you change your mind? What do you do when you have a knowing that doesn't fit the vision that you were, quote unquote, again, supposed to have? What do you do? These are things that, just to let you know, these are things that ran through my head as I started to go through all of these things. And I will get deeper into this story and tell you a little bit more. I just sort of want to tell you what happened at the beginning first. What do you do when everything is fine and you're happy, but you have a gut sense that you need something more or different? And for me, I chose to leave and I chose to get a divorce. I chose to grieve the life that I thought I'd have for something that fits me better, that aligns better with my authenticity. And it's not easy. And I also think that you can miss somebody and love somebody and want them to be in your life in some capacity and then know you need something different. Like you can hold both of those things in your emotions. And again, I chose to get a divorce and I chose to tell the truth. I chose to be open and do what was best for me, even if it disappointed and hurt others. And some people might say this is selfish. I have been called that many times throughout this process, but I trust myself and I know that what I did isn't selfish. I like who I'm becoming. I love her a lot. Me five years ago wouldn't have done this. And, you know, nothing was wrong in my marriage, really. And it was me that changed and me that felt that something that I needed something different. And that is really hard when things are fine and complacent and you're happy. Again, when things are, uh, sorry, I'm getting text messages. Uh, You know, when things are, again, easy and smooth, but then you know deep inside you that you want something different, that you need something different. You know, my husband, my ex-husband now. So I was officially divorced two weeks ago, uh, moved back to, moved back home to Miami in May, actually. 
and we'd been going through this uh, for about a year, probably. And it hasn't been easy. (laughs) That's the thing that I've been alluding to. Uh, But through this, I'm talking about it now because now it feels like uh, a scar and not a wound. Uh, And I don't process on social media or through my podcast or anything. I knew I would talk about it at some point, but I didn't feel ready to until right now. Um, It was really, really, really hard to go through. And I remember the day, and when you run your business, it's really hard too. I remember the day that I dropped off my ex-husband at the airport. I came home and got on coaching calls for like six hours because you just got to keep going and you have to keep doing these things. And again, it was really hard for a long time, but I know that going through that and experiencing these things and having everybody were not my friends who are, are the best and so supportive and literally with me every single day they knew the dates of things that were happening and they're calling me texting me checking in on me just I'm so grateful for my friendships and for people in my life who support me um as I was going through this, I got like direct opposition <laughs> from many other people in my life. But I knew deep down what I had to do, even if it didn't fit the status quo, even if nobody agreed, even if I hurt others, like it sucks. You can't sugarcoat that when you potentially hurt other people because of your own truth. So that is that. I will speak more about this just because I think that it's not specifically the divorce It is doing what it is that you know is right for you in your heart and choosing that above everything else. And not everybody does that. And I felt, you know, uh, guilt in the beginning for uprooting lives and (laughs) having to, you know, deal with other people's hurt. I don't even want to say deal with, but experience other people's hurt and anxiety and disappointment and grief. And I have grief too for like the life that I was supposed to live, who I was supposed to be with, things, plans that we had and how things were supposed to look and the future. And it's different now. But I know 100% in my heart for sure that I've come out already better, stronger. And I am like, feeling like I'm on a rocket ship. You all have told me that you feel a difference. It is because of this. It is through going through hard shit, making a decision and trusting myself. So stay tuned over the next couple of weeks when I share a little bit more of the story with you. Reach out to me, please. If you wanted to talk to me, if you wanted to, if you had any questions, if you wanted me to talk about something else. But as always, I want to be open with you all. And my personal life is a part of my business. And I consider you all just intimate people in my life because I speak to you like this and it's important to me to be authentic and uh, transparent. But we will talk next week and I'm sending you all a lot, a lot, a lot of love. And also make your decision. Land the plane, rip the band-aid. It's hard, but it's worth it. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. 
If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.